वसुदेवाय Yeah, we are reading from Bhagavad Bhagavatam, Canto Six, Chapter One, Text Twenty, Text Twenty Two. Bandi aksei kaitavais chauryer, Bandi aksei kaitavais chauryer. गर्तामृत्तिम आस्थिता गर्तामृत्तिम आस्थिता बिभ्रतकुटुंब असुचीर बिभ्रतकुटुंब असुचीर यातायाम आसदेहिनहम् यातायाम आसदेहिनहम् बंदी अक्षय कैतवेज चौर्येर ग्रहिताम रित्तिम आस्तितम् बिब्रत कुटुंबम असुचिर यातयाम आसदेहिनहम वर्ड वर्ड मीनिंग ट्रांसलेशन बाय इस डिवाइन ग्रेस भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी शिला प्रोपाद की जय बंदी अक्षय बाय अननेसेसरली अरेस्टिंग समवन so in that bandhi is arresting kaitavai by cheating in gambling or throwing dice by cheating in gambling in gambling or throwing dice chauryai by committing theft garhitam condemn Vrittim, professions, astita, who has undertaken because of association with a prostitute, of association with a prostitute, bibrahat, maintaining, kutumbam, his dependent wife and children, asuchiham, being most sinful. So, suchi and asuchi. So, you negate it. Yatayam asam. He gave trouble. Yatayam is giving trouble. Dehina to other living entities. Translation by His Divine Grace, Bhakti Vedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. This fallen Brahmana, Ajamila, gave trouble to others by arresting them, by cheating them in gambling, or by directly plundering them. This was the way he earned his livelihood 
and maintain his wife and children. So troubling others, uh, he has done it, one, by arresting them, two, by cheating them in gambling, uh, and or by directly plundering them. So cheating them in gambling and plundering them, both are equated. So whether you cheat somebody or you plunder somebody or you engage somebody in gambling, both are uh, similar. This was the way he earned his livelihood and maintained his wife and children. Purport by Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. This verse indicates how degraded one becomes simply by indulging in illicit sex with a prostitute. Illicit sex is not possible with a chaste or aristocratic woman, but only with unchaste shudras. The more society allows prostitution and illicit sex, the more impetus it gives to cheaters, thieves, plunderers, drunkards, and gamblers. Therefore, we first advise all the disciples in our Krishna conscious movement to avoid illicit sex, which is the beginning of all abominable life and which is followed by meat-eating, gambling, and intoxication one after the other. Of course, Restraint is very difficult, but it is quite possible if one fully surrenders to Krishna, since all these ab abominable habits gradually become distasteful for a Krishna-conscious person. If illicit, if illicit sex is allowed to increase in a society, however, the entire society will be condemned, for it will be full of rogues, thieves, cheaters, and so forth. Wow, what a powerful uh, verse. <laughs> so the root cause is illicit sex, and with illicit sex, uh, everything is falling apart. Om Ajnana Timirandasya Gyananjana Salakaya Chakshur Unmelitam Yena Tasmai Sri Guravena Maha Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Shivasadi Gauravaktarinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare This fallen Brahmana, Ajamila, gave trouble to others by arresting them, by cheating them in gambling, or by directly plundering them. This way, he earned his livelihood and maintained his wife and children. So to just maintain a family, how degraded a person could uh, become in his consciousness and in the activities. That's what we find in Ajamil. And it's not the story of Ajamil 
we find is so rampant um, in the current society, whether uh, it's in the Eastern world or in the Western world, the same story uh, is repeating. In US, you can see that uh, how many, about 10 casinos, gambling centers are there. And it is said that in the nighttime, if you want to, if there's any uh, city which is visible uh, from uh, space, uh, there's only one city uh, in America which is visible. And that city is Las Vegas. And so that city is, is the hellish city as it was described in the previous chapter. Somebody committing uh, grave sins uh, is pushed into uh, such an environment and where they feel that they are enjoying their life, but uh, it's, it's such a degra degraded uh, environment that you can't see the difference between uh, day and night. The moment you enter into that casino, you are completely uh, within a shell, and in that shell, you feel you seem to be enjoying, uh, but actually, uh, it is degrading uh, somebody's consciousness to the extent that you lose the difference between what is good and uh, what is bad. Prabhupada gives here a wonderful example that which is the beginning, Krishna conscious movement is to avoid illicit sex, which is the beginning of all abominable life and which is followed by meat eating, gambling and intoxication one after the other. Now this part tells me the, uh, the storyline, not storyline, actually this is with regard to my uh, professor where I did my uh, graduation. He was uh, typically born in a Brahmin family. And we were all on uh, South India tour. As part of our curriculum uh, in our pre-final, that's in fourth year of engineering, we were all required to go to uh, a tour of South India and visit various industries as a uh, practical experience and see how the industries work because the first four years you are uh, typically learning theoretical knowledge and bit of practicals in the workshop, but the actual industry, how it works, it's not uh, visible to you unless you visit the site. So that was part of her learning and we were taken by this professor. I won't take the name, but he took the, uh, he was the professor who took us on South India tour. And we know that he was uh, born in a Brahmin family. And uh, he was eating uh, pan. And in pan, there is an item called zarda. I do not know how many of you know uh, zarda. Uh, yeah, it's a tobacco and uh, it's an intoxicant. Actually, when somebody is eating zarda pan, people who are around such a person, you feel what a beautiful smell is coming. <laughs> and so obviously the person who is himself heating, uh, you can see the, uh, the so-called ecstasy the person is experiencing. 
So I asked him, I don't know what made me to ask, but I asked him, Sir, how is that you are born in a Brahmin family? Because uh, that was the background I was coming from, because I'm also born in a Brahmin family, so-called. And I said, how is it, sir, you are eating uh, pan with zarda? Because we are used to eating uh, what is called mita pan or a sweet pan, where uh, after, uh, in a marriage you take heavy food and then uh, you are given with what is called gulkand. I do not know how many of you know gulkand. Gulkand is a sweet prepared with rose petals. So that's added to the uh, betel leaf and we take it. That, that's it. So when I asked him, he said, Shekhar, uh, it's not just uh, eating zardapan. Somebody told me that uh, I have to stop eating zardapan and how do I... So it, there were steps involved. He was first eating meat. Somehow he came in contact with eating meat and he would eat meat. And somebody told him that meeting it is not good for you. You are born in a Brahmin family. Better take to uh, less evil. So therefore he said instead of eating meat, you take to smoking. That is better than eating meat. So he said, okay, let me stop eating meat. And then he started smoking once in a while. I would not smoke regularly, but once in a while. But then his family members and others said, that's also not good, you should stop uh, smoking. Then he, they said, you take just simple beetle leaf because you are habituated to have something in the mouth. So take beetle leaf. It started with simple betel leaf and then he came with the addiction of adding zarda. And then later on, he came in contact with some others and then he started taking once in a while wine. And he said, Shekhar, now today I become so much conditioned that I eat meat, I take, I smoke, I take alcohol and I eat zarda pan. So the sequence, you can see somewhat what Srila Prabhupada is saying, somebody who is habituated to a particular uh, aspect of illicit sex in this case, then when you are committing that sin, you feel, uh, you know, in Hindi we say chalta hai. It's okay, you are committing sin and what is, what's a big deal if you involve yourself in other aspects as well. So here the person is, anyway I'm a Brahmin, but I've spoiled that background. I'm eating uh, meat, I'm take, so I can take alcohol, and then to satisfy the tongue I can eat zarda pan. And obviously he said, I don't sleep at anyone's place. I sleep wherever I go, in the evening I have to come back and sleep in my own house. So well, I did not ask him, what does that mean? Then it must be that what we know, is being said that he can't restrain himself from his partner. So this illicit sex is uh, done at two different levels. One, to visit somebody, uh, a prostitute, and then have sex. And this we find even when uh, 
Lord Krishna is visiting Dwaraka after the Kurukshetra war. He had spent some time uh, in Hastinapur and as he was returning back to Dwaraka, when he blows his conch shell, all the citizens were so happy and everyone throngs the streets and comes out to receive Lord because they were missing Lord Krishna for fairly a long time, months together. And in that we find even uh, prostitutes, uh, they come to receive uh, Lord Krishna. And if I remember well, Srila Prabhupada in his commentary, uh, he says that just to maintain the sanity of the society uh, that the uh, prostitutes were there. Because no matter what we do, there are some uh, conditioned souls who, who, who want that sort of an experience outside their uh, family life and to see that they do not chase chaste women, an option is made available to them and therefore uh, they take to that. So, we find, so that is one level of uh, illicit sex. And this is, it's prevalent uh, even in a Vedic country like India. There was, uh, we have a well-known factory in Hyderabad. It's a public sector uh, factory. And nearby that place, there's a big hotel. And that hotel is always full. And once, for some reason, that hotel was raided by uh, the police. And to their surprise, all the bedrooms were occupied in the lunchtime and they were all employees of that factory, the men and the women. So what does it all this mean that a person takes to uh, these illicit activities or activities against the scriptural injunction out of ignorance, the lack of knowledge that we are not the body but we are the spirit soul. With, without having that proper knowledge, without having that uh, training and purification, in a moment of weakness, person succumbs to uh, such activities. And here we find Ajamil, born in a Brahmin family, takes to activities which are against Vedic injunction. And this, we are talking of Ajamil not of Kali Yuga, but Ajamil of a Yuga where uh, piety was much more uh, prevalent. But even then, when he saw a, a lady or a maidservant or a prostitute, uh, he was attracted to her and in the process he marries her and then to maintain uh, her because the prostitute had lavish desires. It's not an ordinary person but had a lot of desires. And to satisfy those desires, his regular uh, income was not sufficient and therefore he resorted to activities of 
cheating, arresting and uh, gambling and so on. This I found uh, interesting in the sense that one of her students, uh, he was uh, a matured age student and he said, in normally uh, when a mature age student comes to the class, we tend to uh, talk to the person at a personal level to find out why is that uh, at this age, I think he was 40 plus, and at this age he has come to uni for studies. So I was curious to know why has he come for uh, studies. And he said, Chandra, uh, I was earning a lot of money. Actually, I was earning up to $20,000 per month in my business. And I earned that big money for fairly a number of years. But I was attracted to my wife and every month, though I was earning that big money, all that money she spent it away. Not a single dollar was left with him. Every month he was earning that huge amount of money, but it was being spent away. And when he lost his business, she left him. All the years when he was earning money, she was with him, but when his business collapsed, he was not able to earn that big money. He was collapsed in the sense that he said, I was still running the business, but I was not able to earn that much of amount to satisfy my wife's requirements. And therefore, I entered into debts and my business collapsed. With that, my wife walked out of the family. And so therefore, for me to start from the scratch, I was told that IT is an area uh, where there is a possibility of uh, getting a job and therefore I've come to uni for studies now. So the same situation here, to maintain a partner's requirements, the person is uh, involved in activities like cheating, gambling and plundering. We find something somewhat similar storyline in Ramayana, where uh, Valmiki, before he became Valmiki, what was his name? Anyone remembers? Before he became Valmiki, uh, Ratnakar, Dasa Ratnakar. So, Das Ratnakar was uh, killing animals and the way he was killing animals is to allow them to die slowly. You cut a part of the body, the blood comes slowly and the bird or the animal is in agony, in pain. And, with, uh, and that gives him pleasure. And with that he used to maintain his family. Fortunate was he that in his life, Narada Mahamuni walks into his life and he says that, why are you doing this? And you are incurring sin 
and do you think that to maintain your family because das ratnakar says that to maintain my family i am doing this and then rather do you think that your family members are going to take the sin you are incurring he says of course i am doing for their sake and they would be taking part of my sin nardhamamuni says okay go and find out from your family members and then when he finds from his family members his wife says no it is your responsibility to maintain us and how you maintain us it's up to you and then he talks to his children children also say no no it's your committing sin you have to bear it it's not us so that makes us realize that what he is doing is uh, incorrect and then as we all know the transformation takes place with the mercy of uh, sri narad mahamuni and this we can apply to the current society as well where people are become so corrupt corrupt for what to maintain the family i can give scores of examples coming from uh, indian subcontinent because india is known for corruption and i can give my own cousin's example uh, who is my first cousin that is my father's sister's son uh, he is he now is of course retired uh, he was an agriculture officer in hyderabad and he earned left right center money and when i asked him venkat why do you do this he said shekar listen i am an agriculture officer every politician comes and says you organize uh, a pandal for me and invite everyone in the village because agriculture officer his duty is to give license to the shops for fertilizer for seeds and other related items for farming and these politicians mla and ministers they would come to his uh, area of influence and say you organize a pandal program invite all the villagers and sumptuously you feed them this is my uh, is not my job but if i don't do that i'll be uh, transferred from town to town uh, so therefore i do this job and when i arrange the pandal program i have to collect money because while issuing the license i tell them well you have to give the money otherwise i can't give you the license so when i'm getting that money a part of it i use it for myself and a part of it i spend it to organize the pandal program so it started off organizing the pandal program but as a by product of that uh, he became is it any case i am doing it for others so why not little bit for myself so he would do for myself and remember he is not an ordinary person because he has inherited lord balaji deities uh, from his grandfather great grandfather maternal side and it's 100 years more than 100 years old deities every day morning 4:30 mangala arti he gets up he nicely worships lord balaji 
he himself prepares uh, bhoga and offers the lord he takes only that mahaprasad and goes to his office and yet his consciousness is when i'm doing for someone else why not do a little bit for myself and so therefore why it is happening he is doing that wonderfully yes taking care of deities then after coming back from office he requests them to uh, rest also but basically he doesn't have the knowledge of gita nor the knowledge from shrimad bhagavatam so therefore his activities are in silos okay worship is in one compartment office work is another compartment these two are not interrelated so whatever transformation or whatever consciousness he is having at mangalarti time he is not able to carry forward during the day time and refuse to uh, follow the uh, injection of his own mind or the circumstances in which he is placed and therefore he has succumbed to it as we find here ajamil he also has succumbed to circumstances losing his discretionary power losing his understanding that he was born in a brahmin family he was trained by his father but he fell down because of not having proper knowledge that he is mamaivamsho jeeva loke jeeva bhuta sanatana that i am part and parcel of the lord and the true maintainer is the lord it's not the uh, you find there's an immediate cause but the actual remote root cause is the supreme lord no matter in what situation i am in it's only the lord who is maintaining the intermates are only simple instruments and these instruments can be turned if i am connected properly to the supreme lord through uh, parampara through a spiritual master so the more society allows prostitution illicit sex the more impetus it gives to cheaters thieves plunderers drunkards and gamblers therefore we first advise all the disciples in our krishna conscious movement to avoid illicit sex which is the beginning of all abominable life and which is followed by meat eating gambling and intoxication one after the other it's all in our mind once you decide you become so free from that uh, activity and i can give my own experience it was uh, 1998 first time month of august i picked up the beads to chant 16 rounds till then 1 2 but that was a time for some reason i picked up the beads and chanted first time 16 rounds I was flying from uh, india to melbourne and in the aircraft i chanted my first 16 rounds and then since then i have not dropped my beads then came in uh, year 2001 we all uh, as a family we all went to brindavan 
and then uh, we returned back from Brindavan and I should not say, well, I hope Nirmala is not listening to me now. <laughs> and there was a difference of opinion and I said, for this, why am I indulging in this sort of an activity? So year 2001, after that quarrel with Nirmala Krishna, I said, no more, I'm not going to touch you. And that gave me such a freedom in consciousness uh, that uh, we never, I never looked back, we never looked back. So she sleeps some room, I sleep in another room. She's on some floor, I'm on some floor. And it's only people who experience this freedom understand uh, the beauty of that freedom. Till then, we are locked up. And in that locked up situation, a man is willing to commit all these activities uh, involving in meat eating, involving in gambling, involving in intoxication. And we say uh, that I'm, I'm compelled to take it or they use the word I'm impelled to take it. I'm forced from within. And I think I must have said to you once in a previous class that one of her Bhakti Vruksha members, uh, she is a uh, non-vegetarian, meat-eater, but later on became, uh, because she has become Krishna conscious, now she has taken shelter of His Holiness Radhana Swami Maharaj, she has stopped eating meat-eating. But she said, Prabhu, you have no idea uh, the taste of uh, meat. She was working in uh, Tirupati, uh, the holy dam of Lord Balaji. So she said that as friends, all of us would uh, have darshan of Lord Balaji. How? By climbing those 2,500 steps. Climb up the steps, have darshan of Lord Balaji, take water, Mahaprasad, and we run back to uh, Tirupati, because that is Egu Tirupati, Tirumala, and the down Tirupati. We run back and we have our favorite restaurant there. And the first thing we do is we order the non-waste item and then we take it. It's so good because you are born in a vegetarian family, you have no idea what it is. Therefore, you are sitting on Vyasasana and telling us, don't eat meat. How do you know that the taste? So that's all uh, she said, but we have a colleague in my office. Uh, I used to talk to him regularly and he's a person from Puducherry or Pondicherry and he would say, Chandra, I wouldn't be coming for eating my plate unless that is available on my plate. But today, the very sight, very name of hearing the meat, he, he shivers. He says, how did I spend my life uh, previously? And I used to say that, Ye to khane ka gai ka hai, mera kaam nahi. This is only meant for cows. It's not for human beings like me. Unless you saw that I can't eat. But with the change in consciousness, receiving constant input, uh, 
from me and from other sources. Uh, there's such a change in his, uh, his attitude, understanding that today he has taken diksha. Of course, he has taken diksha not in our sampradaya, but he has taken diksha in uh, another sampradaya and sticks to that sampradaya, Vaishnava sampradaya, born of her sampradaya from South India, and he serves his spiritual master very well. He gives charity and gives charity to our temple as well, a lot of charity to our temple. But what it means is that unless we come in contact with the right person by the arrangement of the Lord, so Kon Bhagyavan in unless you are that fortunate soul, uh, will continue to indulge in these activities especially meat-eating, gambling, and intoxication, because the law permits it. The law doesn't say that it is not right. Law says that it is fine. You have the center, licenses are there, you can walk in, you can indulge yourself, there's nothing wrong in it. Whether it's prostitution, whether it is meat-eating, whether it is gambling, whether intoxication, all of them are licensed, all of them are open for anyone. You can walk in and so-called indulge your uh, sensual pleasures. So when can a person know that these activities are not good for us and that this is going to entangle us life after life? The Bhagavad Gita 13.22, Guna Sangasya, that in contact with the sense objects, you are entangled. We think that we can become free. It is like that insect which sits on the pitcher plant. It, it goes to the pitcher plant thinking that there is food for it, there's some, some sensual pleasure, but the moment the insect sits on the uh, pitcher plant, the pitcher plant, it starts closing its flower and then digests the insect. And that Psych continues. So similarly, when a person is involved in, comes in contact with the sense objects, then he falls into the trap, and that the trap we have been, according to Vedic understanding, uh, for the last over 50 years of not our life, but Brahma's life. Somehow, by the mercy of Srila Prabhupada, by the mercy of Srila Prabhupada's disciples, uh, our course has suddenly changed. And changed for uh, so good that when we look back, turn back into our past, uh, we wonder uh, how were we involved in those activities. But people still associate us uh, with the past activities because they do not understand what the transformation is and what the transformation takes place literally in this life itself that body has died because that consciousness has died that has disappeared it's in this life itself we have the new body otherwise we will be involving ourselves in the same activities. The fact that we are not involving in these activities, it means that that psychophysical body has died, has disappeared. And we have got a new body, new consciousness, thanks to Prabhupada and disciples. 
and the uh, congregation and the association of devotees that uh, we are free and krishna says that if for any reason because of the past bad habits somehow somebody falls down but krishna says that because he is clinging to my lotus feet uh, he'll come back to his normal consciousness uh, sooner than later and therefore such a person should be respected which is that verse in bhagavad gita so that's the verse which is it, it gives us the strength to walk on this path to tread on this path of course restraint is very difficult but it is quite possible if one fully surrenders to Krishna since all these abominable habits gradually become distasteful for a Krishna conscious person. Yes, it is difficult. Of course, it's very difficult because we are trapped in material nature. And I'm born with a swabhav, with a nature, carrying that baggage from so many lifetimes. And then, Prabhav, this, this time or this life's uh, nurturing and nature. So therefore, the Prabhav and the Svabhav makes the soul trapped in this body uh, to go nuts. It drives the person in various directions. And those directions are not really favorable uh, for the trapped soul to break the cycle of Janma Mrityu Jaravyadi. But fortunate is the person who comes in contact uh, with a devotee. And therefore, we should all be uh, grateful to the devotee who has introduced us to Krishna consciousness. And here, once again, I can give my own, I normally tend to give my own examples because they are very authentic. Uh, I don't have to say whether somebody has done this or somebody has not done it. And one, uh, it makes me feel humble that how shameful I was in my life before and equally how shameful I am still continuing. But I hope that I'll change inch by inch uh, in the future with the association of devotees, blessings of Gurudev, blessings of Srila Prabhupada and Parampara. In Hyderabad, uh, if someone has visited Radha Madan Mohan temple, it's on the uh, street of what is called Abbots. It's the uh, most expensive area of Hyderabad. It's a commercial area. So when you drive on that road, there is, on the main road, now the, the gate they have changed to Radha Madan Mohan temple, but the, uh, you take the left turn from the main road itself, uh, you have Radha Madan Mohan, you can enter the Radha Madan Mohan temple. And exactly opposite to that, there is a lane which would take to uh, the school where Abhishek was studying, my son, and then uh, Sweta. There's other school called Rosary Convent. 
Till I came to Melbourne, I never took that left turn. Right on the main road. I only have to stop the vehicle on the main road and then enter the gate of Radha Madan Mohan temple. But every day morning, I would take Swetha and Abhishek on my scooter, drop them to take the right turn. So take the right turn, drop son in Little Flower School, and they'll go a little further, drop daughter in Rosary Convent, and come back home, then take the vehicle and go to my office. Never took the left turn. If I had taken a left turn, I wouldn't have come to Melbourne. <laughs> because Radha Madan Mohan temple, Radha Madan Mohan deities are so beautiful, equal, as beautiful as uh, Radha Vallabha, and uh, they are five and a half feet in height or six feet in height, and those deities also were personally installed, invited by uh, His Divine Grace Bhakti, Ved Bhakti, sorry, Bhakti Vedanta Prabhupada. So therefore, when I'm there in Hyderabad, I'm there in the temple always. So beautiful deities, but I never took the left turn. It was always the right turn. And I'm still a life member of the temple, but never took the left turn. Okay, they wanted money, I gave that money, I became a life member, uh, but I never entered the temple. It's only on Janmashtami day, uh, or other festivals also they send a letter. You have a special entry into the temple, bypassing the main queue, so you can come and take prasadam. Okay, Janmashtami, ek din to ja sakte hai. So that's how one day, Janmashtami, you go there, and take that prasadam and come back. But never associated with the devotees, never listen to lectures. And if you take my journey before, I think I must have said it must be boring to everyone, but 1975 or 76, I attended Srila Prabhupada's lecture on Pandal in Hyderabad. I had darshan of Srila uh, Prabhupada. So 1996, or, sorry, 1970, Six, I think, 75, 76. I had darshan of Srila Prabhupada. Such a dull person, no change in consciousness. Became life member of Radha Madan Mohan Temple. No change in consciousness. But Krishna protected me because I had two desires. One, I should go abroad. I don't know why, for, because this is the fad of engineering students in those days, that every engineering student, he never thinks of working locally. He says, I should go to US or to other Western countries. So that was one craze. Two, that I wanted to chant, I wanted to do japa, but I did not know what to do because I've seen my aunts uh, doing japa every day. They would uh, go early morning to River Godavari, take their bath, because I come from that holy uh, place called Manthini, on the bank of River Godavari. So they would go there, take bath, carry the water on the, on the head. With that water, they would cook food, offer it to deities, and then they sit for japa till afternoon, 3 o'clock or 3.30. And at the time after the japa, 
they would uh, take their uh, prasadam but for some reason i never asked them what is that you are chanting and i feel it was good that i did not ask them only i nurtured that uh, desire in my consciousness because if i had asked them possibly they would have said something uh, which was not krishna conscious but i had that desire so that inspiration to do japa came from them but i never asked them so these two thoughts were my strong desires uh, and when an opportunity came i came here but my first desire disappeared the moment i took off flight and i was in singapore I, one day we were halted there i went out to see singapore i said is this what is the western country is this for this reason that i am leaving india i just don't want to be here i want to return back so that was the first desire disappeared and then we landed in melbourne i saw melbourne i said nah this is not a place for me i'm not going to stay here i'm returning back this is no way better than from where i hail from i'm going back to hyderabad but we were in bentley at that time and ravi ganeshan prabhu gauri mataji then surya gopal so they were very close to us we didn't even have the car they said come on we'll take you something we come so they they would take my son and daughter abhishek and sweta along with uh, surya to temple and nirmala and myself we were come by a uh, train and that's how slowly a journey on krishna consciousness started and of course uh, krishna willing blessings of uh, devotees guru maharaj we hope we are not going to hop out of the train of krishna consciousness and we move only forward so therefore it is possible if one fully surrenders to krishna and this is possible by the mercy of devotees and uh, mercy of your gurudev whether shiksha guru and diksha guru so that all abominable habits gradually become distasteful for a person taking on this journey krishna conscious journey if elicits however sorry my boss is calling if illicit is allowed to increase in a society however the entire society will be condemned for it will be full of rogues thieves cheaters and so forth and this is the status of our societies today worldwide whether it's an affluent country like us or an affluent country like australia or a poor country like india or poorest countries like some of the countries in african continent it doesn't matter because people are involved in illicit sex or in an activity which is not permitted according to the scriptures not according to the law law may permit it but it's against the the law of the lord because we always say that when the we buy an equipment we are given a manual so similarly when we are born here we have a manual and that manual is the vedic scripture if according to that manual 
participating in illicit sex is the most abominable activity and when that is permitted then the entire society is condemned and therefore we have rogues thieves cheaters and so forth whether it's the president of us or an ordinary person everyone is involved in these activities only so the only panacea the only solace is to become krishna consciousness and not only that we become krishna conscious but we should facilitate others to become krishna conscious and if we do not allow others to become krishna conscious i would say that we are committing the biggest crime as grand disciples of uh, shila prabhupad on this note i'll give i'll share another uh, i won't say a story but the reality this was this goes back to 19 uh, 84 85 86 that period my father uh, was a professor in the university but later on he left uh, he resigned from that job and took to homeopathy so he became a full-time uh, homeopathy doctor and our clinic or my father's clinic was such a big clinic scores of patients used to come and I still very clearly remember two patients one was our neighbor his name wonderful name Krishna Rao he used to chant Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, but he never told us to chant Hare Krishna. I'm taking 1983-84, that period, and he used to spend hours together with my father because he was just neighbor. He knew when my father was free in the clinic, he would come and chit-chat with my father, but he never said to my father, or he never said to us, please chant Hare Krishna. So that's the greatest crime, or if you want me to, it's an emotional statement, but that was the greatest mistake Mr. Krishna Rao has committed against the family because being, he himself was chanting, but he never said to us that you should chant. That was one family. And there was another family, she's a doctor herself, but she used to take uh, medicine from my father. And she was the uh, wife of uh, Banaras Hindu University Vice Chancellor in those days. And they were the uh, congregation members of Radha Madan Mohan Temple. They were so much involved in Krishna consciousness, so much so, that uh, they are from Bengal, but their daughter married an American devotee and moved to US. So to that extent, that family was involved in Krishna consciousness, but never did they say to us, please chant Hare Krishna, please take prasadam, please read Bhagavad Gita, or you come with us to temple, we'll take you to temple. They never said once. Had they said to us, once again I repeat, I may not have come to Melbourne temple. I would be staying in Hyderabad because this is such a wonderful temple. So therefore, 
we must all preach we must all share krishna consciousness to the extent possible within our means and maybe stretch ourselves a little bit more so that the the rubber band can still remain within the elastic limit we do not enter into the plastic limit the plastic limit it breaks but this so long we can stretch and share krishna consciousness that the greatest gift we can share with uh, our fellow human beings whether they are our friends whether they are relatives whether they are unknown person doesn't matter but this is the greatest gift on behalf of shila propar on behalf of the parampara on behalf of melbourne mahaprabhu mandir we can give it to others hari krishna yeah any comment any question hari krishna this regarding that that's <coughs> yeah they are not degraded nor does bhagavatam say that the uh, the citizens of hastinapur were going to them that part is not mentioned so therefore it is only our mental concoction if we have to say but what is important is that it's not the profession what matters what matters is the holy name the holy name has the power to elevate the consciousness of a person who is involved in such a degraded uh, profession because we consider prostitution as one of the most degraded professions and if a person is involved even in such a profession the holy name has a transcendental power to pull that person out of that consciousness and give them the highest status which we find in chintamani who became the spiritual master of belamangal thakur so therefore chant hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare hare and share with one and everyone with whomever you come in contact share that that's what we find yesterday uh, his glories another prabhu was saying he was first initiated into krishna consciousness by just receiving an invitation card for a sunday feast and on that card it was hare krishna re krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare hare so that initiated a person into krishna consciousness what a beautiful journey so therefore it becomes our responsibility as great grand disciples of shila prabhupad to exp- uh, to facilitate this holy consciousness to be spread to be shared uh, with others thank you bro any other comment or question 
ग्रंथ राष्ट्रीय श्रीमद्भागवता की जय शिला प्रभुपाद की जय